my own booklet, 110 Ideas for Organizing Your Business Life. That's a topic that it would be very understandable to expect some subheadings in there, things like time management and storage and files and paper flow and things like that. So what I did quite unwittingly, and in hindsight, you know, I can put a great label on this, but what I did was I did something I now refer to as a sampler booklet. And it is exactly what it says. It's an opportunity to sample 10 or 12 tips from one subheading about time management, 10 or 12 tips about another subheading, and so on. So therefore, when someone is coming to this opportunity of creating uh, a booklet, whether, again, whether it's going to be electronically published only or in print or both, doing a sampler booklet manuscript is an ideal way to start. So that way, it's not a question of what is the topic for my first booklet. It really then allows a person to sample a little bit about each of the main areas that encompass what your subject matter is about. So I could see that would be easy. You could say the top ten tips on and then ten topics that relate to your main focus, and right. you got a booklet. That's exactly it. Okay. and It's um, like add water, stir, and mix, and you got it, you know? <laughs> well, you have to add the ubiquitous one other or two others, so it's 101 or 102. Um, okay. Well, that's easy. That's easy to do. We could all do that in a few hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about what makes a booklet versus a special report versus dot, dot, dot. Okay. That's, that's really a, an incredibly valuable uh, distinction to make. First of all, with a booklet, and I'm going to spend a little bit more time on the booklet because I'd like for us to view that as the foundation piece for this entire session today. So with a booklet... I encourage people to keep in the realm of somewhere between 3,000 and 5,000 words for the overall document. Then the question comes up with doing a booklet electronically, whether to do it in columns or not as far as the actual format is concerned. My suggestion is that doing it in columns, in two columns per screen, is probably going to be a good idea so that you have, again, done it once, and you can leverage it later. So in this context, that means you've done it electronically in a decent format so that when and if you or your clients decide to print it out, you won't have to go back and do additional formatting. All right, and why don't we just here define the traditional book uh, size, the booklet size which goes into a number 10 envelope. Right, exactly. You sound like you've been around me for a while. I have. I'm a, I'm a fan, a, a groupie. The uh, thank you. <laughs> the standard size that I encourage people to do when they do full, fully produced printed booklets is approximately three and a half inches by eight and a half inches. So un- also, unless you are really good at graphic design, I encourage you to go to somebody who does that kind of work every day of the world, so that they can give you your words looking good on the page, and whether that page is a printed page or the screen. It's something that you'll feel good about. That said, if you decide you only want to do electronically, you can basically dump all of your information into a Word document. You can apply the formula that I suggest for writing tips, which is a serious rocket science formula, which I'm happy to share right now. That formula is one sentence starting with a verb, which is an action word, followed by no more than two sentences, explaining why or how. 
also, if you when you apply that formula and you've organized your tips and you've got between 3,000 and 5,000 words, you've then got the basis for a tips booklet that we're going to then expand and contract all kinds of ways. Okay, I want to I want to pause here just for this from the size a little bit. So I'm envisioning we're doing two columns. So we're setting up our Word document to be eight and a half inches tall and three and a half times two plus margins, so eight and a half inches wide. Is that where we're going? Yeah, that is. Okay. If you decide you're going to have a graphic designer do the work, yes. just do a straight, unformatted Word document okay. and send that to the graphic designer as an email attachment and let them work their wonders on it. Okay, but but I'm, you know, to be clear with them the instructions that we wanted so that if right. it were printed, it would be we wouldn't have to make any modifications. Right. The other question I have is many of ebooks or special reports are printed off our own home printer. So, mm -hmm. has anybody pushed back that said, "Well, this is only, you know, eight and a half tall. This isn't full 11 inch, you know, if they pushed back at all? That's the, the kind of situation that I really encourage people to get over themselves about, <laughs> you know, and that we're talking about content and that that is the primary focus here. Okay. So right. I appreciate you raising that point because every so often somebody does contact me about something like that. And in the grand scheme of things, my opinion about that is it's the lesser of the things to focus on. So you just tell them to get a life and move Yeah, on. I do as okay. gently as I can. All right, good. Okay, I think we're started. we got a topic. we got a format. And so now what do we do? Now we're going to look at what to do with these tips. Yeah. Because we've got a document, and quite frankly, it is possible to sell that document from an unformatted Word document. It can be done. Ooh. It can be done very easily, and it can also be that you use those tips either as a free item, which I rarely do, or you create an opportunity to slice and dice that manuscript and set up a program where people are paying you to get tips on a regular basis, and that's done by autoresponder. And in the handout that's accompanying uh, today's registration for the class, whether uh, it's the folks who are on the live call with us or those who have gotten the CD. In your handout, you're going to see a variety of resources scattered throughout that handout. So I would encourage you just to take note of those as far as the resources to do things like autoresponders, if you're not sure about that, and other resources that will support your success. So I may make reference to them as we go through today, but primarily I'd like to just have you look at those on your own and follow them up as they appeal to you. Okay. All right. So I know when Tony Alexander did a teleseminar on us about e-products, he talked about his follow-up system where every week people got a tip and they they could sign up as an annual subscription and the companies often bought that. That's right. After his speech, that was their way of keeping his uh, ideas in the forefront, and so and it can be a bonus when someone purchases something. You can add that on for free because, like all of this, you have no cost of goods involved in this. That's right, and he he may, I mean even discounted, like you said, there's no cost to it. And and the cool thing with these autoresponders is you just you set it up that they start at number one wherever they start. Right, and so you don't have to really track at what what week they're on. They just start at number one and cycle through until mm -hmm. 
gotten a 52. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, so we can sell it as an autoresponder follow-up system. What else can we do? Right, and you can do that uh, not only to your end users, but you can and you can also do that to some other organization. So throughout all of what we're going to be talking about today, I'd like for everybody to keep in mind that there's several directions to go, and I am going to be getting a little more in-depth on this as we go further. Not only are you selling to end users, you are also going to find that it's going to be a very lucrative way to go to have conversations with corporations and associations and even publications and websites to license them the right to use any of these formats that we're going to be talking about today. Oh, I like that. Okay. I like bigger checks whenever possible, you know? I know. Lots of zeros. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the from the Word document, without it being formatted at all, there is the possibility to sell that content right there. And the next step that we're going to take on this is what I refer to as a medium expansion of those tips into special reports. Now, as speakers and consultants and coaches, lots of us really do enjoy sharing our knowledge as fully as we can. And one of the challenges that I often hear from authors when they're writing tips booklets is they really want to write narrative. They want to write more stuff. And I keep encouraging them that a booklet is not the end game. It's not the finish line. It is one of a whole host of opportunities to provide information in various formats and various learning styles so that you end up with a yes answer no matter what anybody wants as far as their budget or their learning style. Ah. So by looking at the tips that you've got in the tips booklet manuscript, it's very likely that some of those tips just scream out for expanding. And what I've done has been to do typically...